Matthew 24, verse 3. It says, Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming in the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled. Everybody say, wars and uh, rumors of wars. Is that going on? That's going on. Okay, so we, we're in agreement. So, um, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations will rise against nations. Is that going on today in our society? Yes, it, it is. So nations will rise against nations. The kingdom and kingdoms against kingdoms. And there will be famines, pestilence, and earthquakes in various places. Now, is that something that's taking place also on planet Earth? Yes, it is. And Jesus goes on to say, all these things are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then, and then many will be offended and will betray one another and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawless, lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. Father, I thank you for this word. And, and Holy Spirit, Lord, we need you today. Just as you've moved in this service, Father, today, already through our time of praise and through our time of worship, I pray that, Lord, even today, the anointing of the word, Father, it, you know, it's tangible, Father. Just one touch, Father, even today, that we draw from the word of God. We draw from the spirit of truth. And, Father, I thank you today. Lord, uh, you know, Lord, uh, uh, anoint my lips, Father. Uh, equip me today to be able to preach this word. Father, I thank you that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God so Lord open our hearing today Father that our hearts be in a place of receiving and Lord give us great vision give us great insight to see what your word has for us today in Jesus mighty name amen amen praise God you can be seated you know I, I, I want to touch just on a few things out of Wednesday night because and I'm not necessarily trying to go on repeat but if um there's, there's one thing that I, I would say that being a Christian for over 25 years and now pastoring for 12 years, and I said this the other night, I, I would say um, that I, I've had the opportunity to deserve the enemy's tactics and how he, how he will eventually come into people's lives and attack. Because we, you have to understand that there is, there is an enemy to your faith. We've spent... We spent a lot of time talking about this this year. We've talked about the weapons of our warfare. We've talked about you know the you know how we need to be on guard. You know the you know the, the armor of God. We we've covered a lot of things, but but I I realized very quickly that the enemy's most deadliest uh, attack it, it, it's 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 deceptive, and you'll see this even in Scripture here, and uh, that's that's the area of, of offense. Because the enemy will he'll he'll want to bring an offense in someone's heart to completely derail them and derail their course in their life and um, and I I just um, I, I realized many years ago as um, and I shared this testimony the other night I, I I believe that I tapped into something that I felt like the Lord released me in. Um, Several several years ago, probably nine nine ten years ago, I was saved. I you know I was saved, but I didn't have the complete or full revelation of what it meant to walk free of offense. I I, I just I thought that I did right because I think sometimes as a believer we think that we're we're free, 
And, you know, we've been in this whole series of freedom, you know, and, and I, I remember that I had talked to a good brother, and uh, I said, you know, I, I sense this, some of these things spiritually going, going on in church, and I, and I don't know necessarily how to address or talk with uh, the church about these things. And he made a comment to me. He said, have you ever read The Bait of Satan? And I know this is a repeat for those that are here Wednesday, but this is worthwhile to come back in and repeat. He said, have you ever read The Bait of Satan? And I said, you know what? No, I, I've, I've never read the book. And he said, you know, he said, everything you're talking about, he said, you need to get a hold. You, you, you know, maybe just get a hold of that and read that. And uh, as I opened up the book, I read about the first five chapters, and, and I realized very quickly something had just happened to me. And I was seeing some things out of the Word of God that, you know, I, I had read before, but it was almost like as I was reading, God was bringing healing to me. And I was like, Lord, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever experienced, Lord, what are you doing with me? From, from my weeping to, to, to my walks and, and, and talks with God, you know, I, I began to realize the Lord was showing me things. You know, even to the place where I, I remember at this point, I, I, <laughs> I had called a friend that, that I was hurt by. And, you know, can I tell you that, you know, offenses get built up in us by, by people that we, we care about. You guys with me today? <laughs> you, you know, it, most oftentimes it's people that we know. You know, it's, it's people that we're close to where an offense can come in. It, it can grab a hold of us and it, it can hurt. And, and, and I was hurt by something that a friend had said to me. And, um, and I realized that, you know, I tried to block it off and say, you know, it's, it was nothing. It was nothing. But then the Lord quickened me. I, as I began to de deal with this and I began to see it, in my, in, see it as the Lord wanted me to see it, he was like, you know, you need to deal with that. You know, it's a hurt. It's, 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 it's something that's, ca that's caused a hurt in your life. Make things right. And so, you know, and I called, and I, as I called, a, a he was a brother. He was a brother, right? I mean, it's not like he's not a Christian. He, he was a Christian. He was a good, good brother. I called him and I said, hey, man, listen, I, a while back, and you know, he didn't know anything I was talking about. He, 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 he was like, man, I, I never knew that. He said, but you know, you're, you're sharing this with me for, for a reason. And I said, you know, I'm sharing this with you so my prayers aren't hindered. I'm sharing this with you so, so that I can walk free. That I, that, so that I can walk in freedom. Amen. So as I shared with him, you know, we talk still today. And um, he, you know, he, he's a great friend, good brother. You know, and I realized something at that point that Jesus wants me free of all things. Amen. You know, he delivered me from alcohol. Praise Jesus. I don't know if anybody's been delivered from alcohol. Praise God. It, it, you know, it left. You know, he, he delivered me from a, a foul mouth. Not that it was bad, but, but it was bad enough, right? I, I mean, you know, when I got saved, you know, it's like, you know, I remember, I think it was Jonathan Shuttlesworth talked about Colonel Sanders, how, you know, Jesus come in and just took his cusser away. I, I didn't want to say things. I didn't want things to come out of my mouth that, that, that sounded like trash. So when I got saved, Jesus took my, he took my cusser. But, but I realized something very quickly, that there are things, because see what happens when you have, when you have uh, Christians that begin to be lawless, they don't see God as the prime authority anymore. They, don't, they, they no longer see God, God you know, they, they, they now, in a sense, overrules God in their life. That God's no longer the supreme authority. Praise God. Praise God. You know, take your Bibles. Let's look because I'm gonna I'm gonna cover I'm gonna cover one today because we're gonna take communion. I covered one the other night, and I'll have a 
because we did talk about forgiveness the other night, and uh, I'll wrap all these three together for, for one other sermon, but um, because I, I want to, man, there's, there's just so much. <laughs> See, you know, offenses, it's the, it's, it's the tool the enemy uses to bring people into captivity. But I want to show you something out of Scripture. Take your Bibles, go to 2 uh, 2 Timothy 2, 23. Because there are ways that we can begin to work ourselves away from being offended. I realized, (laughs) you know, when when we first moved up here, I, I, I was so thankful that God began to work a lot of things out of me in the, na- in, 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 in the natural and in the flesh. Because even coming back home, I, I could feel that redneck hair, on, you know, kind of rise up on my neck at times coming back home because I grew up a country boy. I grew up in West Virginia. So, so there was a piece of me at times was like when someone would say, well, they would make comments about the church or whatever. I just... You ever just feel like slapping someone? That's what I felt like sometimes. You know, like, you just hush your mouth. You know, it's like you, you, you don't even. But I'm thankful that God began to deal with my heart, and he began to show me. Because, you know, he began to, he began to show me, don't pay attention to that. That's just noise. They don't even know what they're saying half the time. And, you know, that's, that's true. People don't even know what they're saying half the time. They'll utter things out of their mouth that don't make a bit of sense, and you'll be like, that's just dumb, or that's just stupid. And it, you know, but you can't allow that to be a driver in your own life to pull you away from the things of God. And unfortunately, if we're immature, it will. It will. But see, Paul says something, because I believe the answers of breaking offense are truly in the Word of God. 2 Timothy 2.23. See, this is, you know, Paul's... Paul's Paul's given something to Timothy here that's very powerful. He said, he said, but avoid foolish and ignorant disputes. Okay, so one way to avoid offenses is we avoid, we avoid conversations that, that, that right here. Avoid foolish and ignorant disputes knowing that they generate strife. Just keep on going here real quick. Let's look at all this. Can you go to the next verse? And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach and be patient. So, so let me run back real quick. I like this. i got to get used to this. And a servant of the Lord must be. Are you a servant of the Lord? Are we servants of the Lord? Yes. If you're a born-again believer, right, please, please understand, you're, 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 a, you're a servant of, of His. You belong to Him. See, people, they miss this. They think, well... I'm not a servant of the Lord. I'm a Christian. No, when you become a Christian, you become a servant of the Lord. Paul called himself a bond servant, you know, which basically meant I'm marked for Jesus. But in our society, we think we, I can be a Christian, but I'm, I'm not a servant of anybody. I put, you know, an offense somewhere along. I got the tattoo and everything, but, you know, you know, nobody, you know, I can believe whatever I want to believe. And see, this is the truth. You can you can believe whatever you want to believe, but you know, please, people need to understand. I've, I've I've surrendered my life when I got saved and when I got born again. The old man that the, the old man is dead. I now become a servant. You, you because see, even this people can get offended over. Well, I'm no servant. No, no, you are. Please understand when you when you say yes to Jesus, you become a servant of His. Your life now, aren't you glad that your life belongs to Him? 
Because there's promises that you have that you'll get to go to heaven. But see, people in their minds, they'll get locked up in this. Oh, you know, I can't, I'm not going to be a servant. I can't be a servant of that church. That church believes this and believes that. And then, you know, you're a servant of Jesus. You go to church to serve in a church because that's what Jesus expects. <laughs> he wants us to be involved. Amen. To strengthen the body, to strengthen the church, to grow the church. Hallelujah. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle. Oh, my. Be gentle. How, you, how do you handle an offense? How do you handle somebody that's hurt? You be gentle. You love them. Sometimes you just got to be quiet and listen. Amen. You, 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 you get your place, in, get, get yourself in a place where, you, where you're gentle. You know, you, they don't need your opinion a lot of times. Because they're hurt. Hurt people, you know, they, they, they want to process and they want to work through something a lot of times. Amen? I knew, I knew even with my friend, I, I had to work through that. He was like, man, I didn't, I didn't even know you were hurt by it. You know, yeah, you probably didn't. But I let that thing fester and I let it grow. Brother, let me tell you, I, you know, can, can I tell you something? I love you and I, and I forgive you. I, I was, you know, it's like, I'm not making a point. You did me wrong. Right? Because that's what, you know, I'll forgive you. I forgive you, but you were still wrong. Because, see, that's what people will do a lot of times, right? I, you know, I want to make my point known that you're wrong, but I forgive you. That's, that's you, I, I'm going to tell you, I would venture to say that that offense could still be there a little bit, right? Because you've not dealt, you know, you're wrong, but you, know, you, but you, you still have a little bit there. I forgive you, but, no, we've got to be free. Amen. Amen. See, God, God can deliver us. He can set us up to walk free. <laughs> Able to teach patience. Go ahead. Let's go to the next scripture. In humility, correcting those who are in opposition. If God, hallelujah, perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth. What's, what's the key? The key is for us to know the truth. Know the truth and the truth will what? So, so, the, so the truth of the word, what it does is sets us free. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you know, you got you to have the Rolodex out. I just knew that that's what the Lord began to show me. And he began to, he began to say, you know, look, you go talk to this person or talk to that person. Make things right. Make things right with people. Amen. Praise God. Minister, if you would, come to the keyboard. You know, even as a young believer in your youthfulness, one of the things you have to guard against is, 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 is the chatter from everybody else. Because a lot of times what happens, e even with offense, is that we, we look for validation we, and we look, we, we look at validation and we look at, we look at it through, through a lens of people are what validates where I'm at in my life. And I, and I know it seems, it seems like, well, you know, no, God, God validates me. Yes, absolutely, God does validate you, but how someone thinks about you, because this is something I've had to work on a lot throughout my life. It's not that I'm leaning on the, the, the arm of men, but nobody, nobody, let's be honest, nobody wants to look bad in front of someone. Nobody wants to, you know, nobody, nobody, nobody wants to be seen as weak, right? But I realized God, God began to, to, to bring healing even into my life that, 
know, God, I need you. Help me, help me to be, help me, help me to be what I can be to people in helping, helping them break through areas of love, areas of, 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 of not allowing offenses to grow in their heart. Like, show, show me how to, to do that. I don't know if I'm making sense today, but, but show me, Lord, how. How to break people through this. Because, Lord, I, I, you know, I, can I be, there's times I'm broken. There's times I'm broken. People can say, well, see, I don't think it's a sign of weakness. Because, see, when I'm broke, I'm going to tell you, when I'm broke, I, I know, I know that there's a strength that I can draw from. I, I know, I, I know that there's a God in heaven that loves me. I know that, you know what, no, no matter the circumstance, there's a God that loves me that I can draw close to. Do I lean on God? Yes, absolutely. Let me go a step further. Then, I, then you, know, you, find a good, you, you, find, you find some good people to lean on. That's why we do life groups. It's why, it's why you know, it's why, why we have people connected with each other. Because, you know, we're natural beings. Yes, you lean on God. Absolutely, 100% lean on Him. But I'm telling you, there, there's, there's, there's nothing like having a brother or a sister in Christ that's willing to get in a trench with you, pray with you, fast with you. It helps, amen? It helps. If you don't have that, get that. Get connected to a life group. Get connected to someone. This is a house of connectivity, amen? And, and this is a house like faith. People, people... People believe things here. They believe God's a healer. They believe in the miracle working power of God. You know, in your youthfulness is what I was saying. You've got to be on guard. You've got to, you've got to be on guard. But even, even, even as you get older, you've got to remain on guard. I've watched people's hearts get hardened over an offense. I, I remember one time a man I dearly loved come to me and he was just like he was disgruntled over something that the pastor did or said or what it doesn't matter and he he felt that it was in his you know his place to go and address the issue and as he sat and he talked to me for a long time he made a lot of sense everything <coughs> everything he said made sense and he would look at me and said you ready to go and wisdom of the holy spirit i i just because i was i was young in faith and i respected this person a lot i said no I'm not supposed to go well, you know, the Bible says, see, you can use Scripture. <laughs> you can use Scripture wherever you want to use Scripture and feel justified in your actions. Well, the Bible says if you're at odds with your brother, you go to your brother. And if it doesn't work here, then we'll get some. Yes, that's scripturally correct. So, but if you're prideful and puffed up and you're going to point out someone's flaw, I'm going to tell you, you've got to, you've got to take a step back and you've got to begin to say, what are my flaws? What Jesus say? He who, who should cast a cast a stone, go ahead and cast a stone, right? I've forgiven her. But see, this is this is what we do. We 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 get this stuff, and in behind it, can I tell you, in behind offenses, pride. Oh, you because we don't want to go there with it, right? We we because nobody wants to be seen as prideful. Nobody wants to be seen in in that area. But you think about. 
Why, why was the enemy, why was the devil kicked out of heaven? It was because I can do things better than God. God said, no, boom, the devil pulls and he deceives. What did he do? He deceived a third of the angels. Those are the demons that walk planet earth now. So you, you see what the enemy, his, his, you know, that word scandalon or offense, that trap. That's what he's doing. He's setting the, the enemy's setting the trap. We have a responsibility to recognize the traps of life. Is what this person, you know, because listen, t- tomorrow some of you are going to go to work and somebody's going to say something about church. You're going to talk about how you went to church. Somebody's going to say something about, well, yeah, I used to go to church. Does this sound right? Does this sound right? I used to go to church. But you know, that church, and you're going to hear offense come out of their mouth. You're going to hear a hurt come out of their mouth. And honestly, if you're, if you're willing to even just do a little bit of investigative re- reporting there, you, you would find out many times they don't even know what they're offended about. They remember something. Well, you know, the, I think the pastor said that one time. Well, you know, I found out the church doesn't, they don't believe this or they don't allow, you know, because, you know, people say, well, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't allow people with differing opinions in your church. This church is open. People can come in. But we're, we're not, we're not going to allow people to, to throw us outside of what doctrine says. You know, the first week I'm here, do you allow women preachers? Do you allow homosexuals in your church? Yes, yes. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have to defend what I know the Word of God says. God will defend His Word. You guys understand? You understand? God will defend His Word. But I have to do everything in my power. Let's go ahead and stand to our feet today. I have to do everything in my power to be released, be free, and not walk in a place of offense, especially with my brother, with my sister. Amen.